the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. Now, turn the air conditioning on outside for you. Do you feel that? Oh, man, don't it feel great in San Antonio? Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, let this be a great day. Let us learn and be productive. I, I want to be their mentor. I want to be there for them. I want to answer the questions. But we need our eyes open. We need the Holy Spirit living and abiding us. Bless each and every one of our listeners to grow and understand and see what you have for them in your life. And that's us all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I tell you what, there's so much going on in the car business. I talked about last week how uh, one of the listeners walked into a dealership they'd bought four other vehicles from, and, man, they tried to... They tried to make six, seven thousand wholesale on the trade-in. Uh, the market's up and down. Uh, man, I've had so many people ask me about flooded cars, and I had a guy I talked to uh, that's from uh, uh, Africa. And uh, you all right, Barry? Okay. And so he's even asking me about flooded cars to ship them back to Africa because they need anything they can get their hands on. You know, we're so blessed to live in this country. There's so many people, oh, man, so messed up about what's going on in this country. And we're not thankful for what we've got. We're not thankful that we're the best country. You think all these people are wanting to move here because this is a lousy country? No, they're all wanting to live here because it's prosperous and productive. And we want to be the best. And we have the opportunity to be the best. You know, I've explained before, and I'm I'm sorry about the Spurs. I've lost kind of interest on the Spurs, and I love the Spurs. I love what they stand for. But the coach, man, his his opinion is his God. And when your opinion becomes your God, it'll cause you hate and and stress and belief that you're the only right person in the world, that everybody else is wrong. And when your opinion becomes your God, you can't think of nothing else. You get stressed out. You get your head messed up. You can't think straight. I don't think he's thinking straight right now. I mean, you know, this is a great country. We, You know, we've taken these statues down, and I don't understand that. And most people never even recognized them, never thought about them, never wasted their energy or anything on thinking about those statues. But those statues represented to me how far we've come. Now, Obama took us the wrong way. He's caused dissension and division in the country. But so is all these other people that their opinion has become their God. But I'm tying that together because... Do you get such a point in your life that your opinion is your God? Your opinion of what you deserve, what you need to drive, how your image needs to be? You know, uh, I was watching a, a car deal while I was working in my garage the other day, and they were talking about how your personality should be your vehicle. Baloney. How can you love something that costs seventy, sixty thousand dollars, and in three years worth two to twenty five hundred? Is your pride, is your reward yourself worth that kind of money? Think about that. In ten ten years, you're losing a hundred grand. What can you invest a hundred grand in to be productive? Instead of letting that money go somewhere, can you help somebody's lives? Can you help some other people? 
I tell you what, I want to give back. I spent six hours with Billy Graham Crusades, their head people. Oh, it was a great, great time. They have uh, Decision Texas, and it's coming up in River City Community Amphitheater, and uh, Franklin Graham's coming. And I went out to the meetings and see where I can help. And where I can help, too, is tell people what's going on there. October 15th, right there off of 35, right behind Rotama. Franklin Graham's going to be there. Take somebody. But if you want to be really part of it, Monday night, this coming Monday night, and uh, I believe that's uh, somewhere around the... No, yeah, this Monday night. That'll be about the second... Yeah, the second. This Monday night, there's a training. But there's a training where you can talk to people afterwards and pray with them. Be productive. Do your part. But I want to tell you about, and it's at the Journey Church at right there at uh, where the, the old Blue Bonnet Palace was. And you can go there and go to a training. I think it starts at 7 o'clock. Monday night, I'd be there at 6.30, and I I may be there. If I've got the time, things fit, I'm going. I'm going to the training. Now, I went to the training in 99 when Billy Graham was here. But let's give back. When you start to give back, the Holy Spirit comes in your life. When you start serving, your thinking gets straight because you take the thoughts of yourself off of everything. Hey, I, I can talk about this. Because my addiction, and I talk about 99% of addictions are unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. My addiction was to myself, selfishness. I was so selfish, it was unbelievable. But my addiction was that. But when your selfishness is in your head constantly, you can't think straight. You can't do things. You can't make the right decisions. The more forgiveness you have in your life, the more love God will give you for others. And when you get to that point, he's going to open your eyes to let you realize what's going on in this world. Against all odds, I started this radio show. Nobody was for it. Not a soul was for it. But I started it because the Holy Spirit and the Lord led me into it. And now it's very successful. I'm going to tell you the truth. If you've called me and I haven't called you back in the last three weeks... It's because my phone has rang so much you wouldn't believe it. And I love it. The Lord's shown me that people need help. They need advice. They need to sell. They need to buy. And it's it causes so much stress on a family. What's the biggest problem with divorces in a family? It's finances. Do we put ourselves in debtor's prison on making decisions on a vehicle? that we shouldn't buy, that we can't afford. But we're so selfish. I can talk this way. I was selfish, super selfish. Man, I was. my picture should have been in a dictionary on it. I wanted everything my way or the highway. I wanted, instead of serving, I want everybody to serve me. But as I told you, I received Jesus Christ in 94, and he changed me from a taker to a giver. Are you a taker? Are you a giver? Do you know some takers? You know the takers, oh, woe is me, nothing's right, oh, ever, and you know, and then we go into these dealerships that away with that kind of attitude, and what do they do? They push your button, Bubba. Hey, Bubba, you know, you deserve a new car, you can afford a new car, easy payments. You've heard all that lingo, oh, man, come on in here. They're trained. You wouldn't believe the hours on top of hours. I read an article that said that, uh, Every salesperson should have one to three hours a day training to be ready to sell, to push your button, to answer any questions you have. Have a comeback. You ever had one of those people got a comeback on everything you said? Oh, yeah, that's an easy payment. You're not going to have to do anything for this car for years and years. What man makes breaks, Bubba. Yeah, you're going to have to pay one way or another. It's not going to be that easy. Yeah, and you know what? You want, you need to be on your knees when after you buy one. Lord, have this unit run. I had Bible study one time. They had two little uh, ladies, and I'm telling you, they were driving cars, and they wasn't very good cars. And I've never seen them run that long. One of them had 175,000 miles on it, and it should have been. And it was knocking. It was leaking oil. 
and it was still going. And she was praying for it, and her boss gave her a great car. The other lady, same situation, a friend of hers gave her a car. But they had cars that shouldn't have been running. I kept trying to find the right one, praying about it, having the Lord bring me the right unit to help them out. And he wanted me out of the way. You ever get in the way of the Lord? Oh, man, I stay in his way. But I'm a fixer. I'm, I want to be productive. I want to be involved. But that's my problem. I don't trust him enough. I need to trust him more. And I've turned it over to him. I'm doing better. And I'm seeing the results. I'm seeing his hand on it and keeping my eye on it. Is his hand on your purchases? Or is it just you? Your selfishness is so big, I want it my way. I'm going to do it my way. And then all of a sudden, you got yourself in debtor's prison. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I'm telling you, I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. No telling what I'll buy. I mean, I'll make an offer on anything. Uh, the legal, that is. So, and then I found a body shop. Hey, we've got a good listener, uh, Ignacio Garcia. There's a man that uh, has been in the body shop business. I don't know how many years I've been doing business with. Love him. Well, some of these owners of these body shops. Don't treat a man right. He builds it, gets successful, gets it going, and then they don't do what they're supposed to do. But I'm proud of Adoxio. I love him. He's a brother in Christ. And uh, he's got his body shop open. And I'm going to tell you about it because I've had so many listeners call me and say, Randy, where, where's the body shop you're doing business with? I'm going to be back with Adoxio because he just opened up his uh, body shop and it's Central Point Collision. And it's 951 East Bitters Road, Suite 501. And his phone number is 210-688-4441. If you need a body shop, check with him. But he's listening to our show. He's growing. He's learning. and, And he's going to church regularly. But, I mean, see, we've got to reach out and help people. Where do we find the the instructions on being a father. Where do we find instructions on life? Where do we find instructions on buying, selling? It's in the Bible. I let out with uh, Facebook. Let me give the phone number here. If you got any questions, give us a call, uh, 210-340-9585. A phone number here, 210-340-9585. And I'll give out my mobile number the second half of the show. That way you can call me. And I'll tell you what, my phone is, If you, like I said a while ago, if you call me recently, I write down numbers. I've lost some papers that had people's phone numbers I was dealing with, need to deal with, need to get by their units. And I lost a list of people on that list that had cars for sale. I apologize. Please call me back. Uh, I had a list of probably 20 numbers on that on that paper, and I misplaced it. I don't know what happened to it. But give me a call. I let out on Facebook and uh, some texting. Uh, and it's Luke six thirty one. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Now, how's that get into the car business? Well, it's this way. Car people, they know how to buy and sell because they're trained. They got hours and hours for the rest of their life. And so they want the best deal when they buy something. They want the best product. They want the best warranty, free. They, they don't buy Gap. And they research it hard. I've heard of salespeople researching the TV. And they get out of date by the time they're ready to buy one. So then they got to start their search over again and they finally buy. But they want the best but And they wanted to be treated right. They want to be told the truth. And they want to be in control. That's the key about salespeople. In order to make a bunch of money in the car business, you got to be in control of that customer. You can't let them handle you. That's why I've had a lot of, I've, I've got some dealerships that are telling me that, man, we're not making any money on your customers. Well, we want them to make something. We want them to work at a small percentage. We don't want them to work at that 40, 50, 60 percent. But like what I told you about last week when that lady was in there and they were wanting to hit her at 7,000 less than her trade was worth, what kind of percentage was they working on? 
they working on sixty percent time they sold it and retail that unit picked up another three grand. They would have made ten thousand dollars on her vehicle, and they'd already sold her four previous units, and so she's a loyal customer that comes back. Boy, wasn't they excited? We got an easy one coming here, but hey, she's educated now. Her eyes are open. She's thinking outside the box. She's seeing the real truth. What's going on? I finished my first book, and it's a just the basic. But I've already started notes on that second book. We're going to go to that next level on the second book. We're going to have it ready. I, we're we're just going over it right now. This first one, that second one, we're going to get a little deeper. The third one's going to be. Uh, Katie bar the gate because we're we're going to turn it all loose. We're going we're going to get down to what they're doing, how they're pushing your button, where to go, what to do. But you know what? I want to be the mentor because you need to make better decisions. Have you ever known anybody? And I've know somebody, several people will that will run out and buy something in a whim, and then they let it sit or they don't. Well, what about exercise equipment? I mean, our intentions are good, real good. But do we follow through? Do we study on it? Do we pray about it? Do we really know if we're going to set time around to use it? This vehicle, we're dreaming about how we look in this vehicle. Bone, I look cool. Aren't my friends going to be jealous? Maybe for 15 minutes at the max. Like I told you before, I got a buddy that whipped up in his $130,000 Mercedes sitting right there. Don't you just love it? I said, not really. He said, aren't you jealous? I said, I'm not jealous of that payment you got to make on that dude. Not me. Oh, I like no payments. That's the best kind of car. I don't care. Paid for a car is a great car. My mother could have taught Dave Ramsey. She believed that you're supposed to have half the money down. Well, cars have got so high. Man, half down's a lot of money. They're talking about brand-new Ford trucks starting the Mamma Jamma Mac Daddy. Oh, I'm telling you, starting at $80,000, going to over $100,000. How'd you like to have that, darling? You know that commercial where they're going down the road and money's flying out of the back? That's what's going to be on those dudes, let me tell you. You give $100,000 for one of them brand-new Ford trucks, and you'll be going down the road, and as that miles are clicking, some money's clicking off. And when you hit that 100,000 miles, you're down to probably forty grand. You know, lose 60,000. Oh, by the way, that's after-tax dollar. You know, you got to pay your income tax in order to pay that 60. So let's add another 20. Oh, by the way, we got interest on that, too. So now we're at probably uh, 85 or 90. So you lose $90,000 on looking good. Yeah, but, you know, and a lot of these Ford truck, diesel four-wheel drives, what do they haul? Air. They don't haul nothing. They'll pull a trailer. You know, they looked. And you know, when they, I love these guys get a, a new pickup, and they look to haul something. Hey, you got anything to haul? You need to move anything? They're trying to, are they trying to convince themselves they're productive? They are finding the excuse why they bought this 60, 70, 80, and now a $100,000 truck. You know, they're trying to convince themselves they've done the right thing. Have you ever tried to convince yourself you're doing the right thing when you know you're doing wrong? Inner, do you need inner healing? Do you need inner healing that, and I, I needed it. I, hey, I, I teach inner healing because I needed inner healing. I needed inner healing for what I was missing in my life. I'm telling you, it was me. I'm sorry about that telephone. I forgot to turn my telephone off, didn't I? So anyway... I needed inner healing, and I and it, it it works that way. It really, really works that way, because, and I was, I grew up super, super poor, and I didn't have in life. And I always thought I wanted to have something like the rest of the people, and I grew up with some guys that parents were well off, well, well off, and so they had things that I didn't have. So when I got to making money, at first, I tried to save all the money to have some money. And then when I got some money, I tried to please myself, make excuses why I was doing what I was doing, buying what I was buying. And so I needed inner healing to 
to get rid of that, do I look good to my friends? Do I look good going down the road? I got to look good when I pull up to these dealerships. I pull up these high-dollar dealerships now, and they laugh at me when I'm driving. But it's paid for. It's not going to cost me money. I put a lot of miles on a vehicle. I'm constantly moving. And so, you know, I want something that don't cost me nothing. I want something that's comfortable, that starts good, hauls drivers, hauls my jumper cables, my tools, my odds and ends. But I needed inner healing to get away from that pride, that greed, that keeping up with the Joneses. And I've been through that, and I'm free of that. But sometimes we got stuff in our past that causes us to do things now, and we're still carrying that. See, I can talk about our coach, Spurs coach, because my opinion was my God at one time in my life. Yeah, I had all the issues. I didn't do drugs. Alcohol didn't affect me. Gambling didn't affect me. But what affected me was my opinion, my pride, my greed, my selfishness. And it's because my pride would step out there, and I've got to look good, feel good, be good. But if you didn't agree with my opinion, I was going to argue with you till you saw it, you believed it, and you were about to change your life and do it the way I did. I could talk about that. But I got inner healed of that. I got realized what caused that in my life and in my childhood. Trying to prove myself right. Trying to prove myself that I was doing the right thing and you need to do the right thing. But the Lord revealed that to me and he healed me of it. He took it away. And now I'm going to give you my opinion. And I hope you see my side. And if you do, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. And we're just going to go down the road. I love you, whether you believe me or not. I love you, whether you care about it. You know, I talk about how God has changed my life to where I used to couldn't stand big mouth women and bratty kids. I had kids running in my office uh, yesterday, and I'm telling you, I was having fun watching them. And they were trying to tear the place up. Well, that's all right. I was that way probably when I was that young. Of course, my mom had a switch, and she'd take care of me real quick. But, you know, we can change in our life because we need to change our thinking. We need to change what we're doing and how we're making those decisions. What's causing us to make those decisions? And so now my opinion's not my God. I don't have to force it on you. I don't have to drill it in you. I can educate you, open your eyes, show you what's going on, and make you see what is real in this world, on this earth. Overhead for dealerships is exploded. They got to make more money. Guess who's they going to make the money on, Bubba? Yeah, walk in the door. You'll see. So this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Right down in the office, well, this is my phone number here at the station, 210-340-9585. Give us a call. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. My mobile number, I'll go ahead and give it now and a little later since maybe you got a pen, 830-708-4789. There's no dumb questions. The only dumb questions are the ones you don't ask. And I've had a lot of people say, you know, uh, what was that about? I mean, you know, I, I'm afraid to ask this question. I feel like I'm stupid. No, no, you're not stupid. There's a million different questions, a million different situations, and I want you to see. I want to give you options. And I want to buy a non-productive unit or something you need to get rid of. I'm working on another system because cheap cars are not worth a whole lot. But I'm trying to convince a friend of mine into, and me turning him, those phone numbers on, and he'll help you buy your car that's broke down, sitting in the way, needing to get out of the yard or something. So we're trying to help you in every situation. I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. It doesn't matter. Uh, if you got something sitting around and you work for a guy who's got something sitting around, go to learn to buy and sell cards.com. I'll describe it. We'll talk about it later after a second. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in to Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cards.com. Fork 
Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, trying to help you understand what's going on and how I've talked to so many people like salespeople and managers and that were in the business and have been out five, six, seven years, and the business has changed, and they don't understand why, and it's due to the overhead. You know, overhead has jumped so high, people still don't believe, but... This is Ford figures and GM figures and Toyota figures. It's a million and a half a month on the average for these big dealerships in these big towns. Now, in small towns, it's different. Their overhead's a lot less. Their taxes a lot less. Their property value's a lot less. Uh, just a lot of stuff, so their overhead is less. But still, the overhead in the in the big cities and right around San Antonio here is a tremendous amount. Well, they've got to make that money in order to stay in the business. And that's you walking in the door. So that's why I learned to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. We buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've had bought lots of cars the last two weeks off of listeners. Thank you, listeners. And they go to learn to buy and sell cars.com and they describe their car. I'm not Auto Trader Buying Center, which is entices you to come in, put the VIN number in, cut the price, beat you up. That's, they want you to be part of the team. I, that didn't fit me. I'd rather, you know, a used car is a used car. It's going to have some dents, scratches. Now, if there's something you got to fix, that's a different situation. But I bought lots of vehicles the last couple of weeks off of listeners because they need to get rid of it. A lot of listeners need to know what their trade's worth because these these big dealerships, they got. I had a friend of mine tell me, he said, how come they were 2000 less than you? I said, that's their pack. They said, what's PAC? I said, PAC is what the owners and the manager's profit gets, and the salesmen don't. And so every car that comes in gets a PAC. And so here's here's a thought. What if you've got a $500 car? Well, they don't want to pack at $2,000, but they're subject to. I've seen dealers do that. New car dealers put a $2,000 pack, show a loss. So that way they can get it on their profit, but not on the salesman and the manager's participating in the big money or the big the big uh, commissions. And so, yes, I want to buy your vehicle if you've got something sitting around. Uh, I've been buying lots of old trucks. I buy a lot of old trucks, old cars. I'm supposed to go look at a 55 Chevy four-door, 57 Chevy four-door, and a 57 T-Bird. Well, I've got buyers for those. It just depends on the condition. And right now, it costs so much money. I was talking to a, I've got uh, a friend of mine who's told me about a restoration shop in East Texas, and they'll come pick your car and pick it up. But right now, it starts at about 50000 to do anything to restore a car, and it goes on up. There's there's restoration places in this town that's 250000 to restore a car. So prices on everything has gone up. You just got to understand that. But I want to buy your vehicle, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so give me a call. Uh, that's what a lot of people are doing now, 830. This is my mobile, 830-708-4789. I'll try to give it right at the end of the show again. So if you need to get a pen and paper, 
get it. So after you describe your car, I'll make an offer on your car. I want to buy your car. We'll make arrangements. Give me a call. Go to the website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. The other side of the website gives you basics. The show gives you the rest. The books are going to fill in. But the basics, number one, find out what your credit score is. Go to ftc.gov, safest place to go, ftc.gov, franktommycharles.gov. Find out what your credit score is. Then look at your credit real hard. See what the good, the bad, and the ugly is. If you paid something and it didn't get off your credit or if you need to pay something, uh, just work it out. If you need help, I've got a guy in Corpus that can help you. From Corpus, uh, used to work for Dave Ramsey, really liked the guy. That's who I recommend. His pricing's right. He'll treat you right. He'll help you. So if you need to fix your credit where you can have better interest rate, save you a lot of money. And then after you've cleaned your credit up, go to your bank, credit union, shop, shop, shop. Do a bunch of credit unions, do a bunch of banks, work on them all. Make sure that, you know, you're getting the best interest rate you can. I had a friend of mine that was buying a car. She got 8%. She was excited. I said, no, your credit's a lot better than that. So she went and got 1.9. We, you know, look, shop. Hey, and if your credit union or your bank is the same as who you're dealing with, open up a new avenue. Get branched out. Get it available. Leave that other banker there available if some emergency comes up. Get you two or three banks, credit unions you do business with because you can get the best deal. So after you've got all that figured out, start talking to mechanics, body shops, everybody, people who are driving the type of car you're looking at. Go to Consumer Report. Go to the Internet. Go to Recalls. Just search, search, search. Too many people, and I'll explain this a little later, too, on on RVs, but too many people jump up one day, decide to buy a car. No research, no work, no nothing. Don't know what's going on. Don't know what a good car, bad car is. I've talked to some people that listen to my radio show, and they were at my lot yesterday, and they came by, and they said, "Well, we this is all the budget we have for our daughter, and we're going to go buy this certain vehicle." I said, "Well, let me tell you about that vehicle you're looking at." I said, "You can buy it." But they have airbag problems all the time on the ride, and you can't put regular shocks on that unit. They have transmission problems, and if the motor goes out, and I had one go out, and it and it had less than 100,000 miles, that is a oddball motor, and you can't find it. And it get it rebuilt, it's about 4,000, and put it in and out, it's another 1,000. You can spend 5,000. They said, well... Or, you know, maybe that's why the car's cheap. I said the car's cheap because it's got most of them's got a lot of issues. You got to know what you're buying, what's good, what's bad, what's the track record. My track record is I look at cars with 200,000 miles. I look at stuff with 200, 300,000 miles. Is it still good? I mean, you know, these 01 to 03 Fords and Chevrolets, man, they were great years. Those are great cars. Or trucks are still going. And, you know, I explain what is good, what still goes, what's the least amount of problems. You don't want to buy that can of worms. So talk to people. Talk. Know what's a good car and a bad car. Hey, the good deals start with a good car. And, you know, I, you know what I like. You know what I love selling. You, you know, what man makes breaks. There's no perfect car. And that's what they want to build. They want to sell more parts. But I don't understand I got. I have a. I'm selling a motorhome that I'd bought, and the generator wasn't working, and you can't find a carburetor for a '99 motorhome. You think I'm talking about for the the generator? I thought, man, you could no problem. Can't find a rebuilt kit. We had to take the carburetor apart, find some some used pieces, put it all back together to get it to run. But, I mean, some of these manufacturers are quit building parts after 10 and 15 years. So there's something else. I just had a Mitsubishi box van that I had sold to a gentleman, and it had a part that they don't build anymore. You can't get it anymore. The thing running drove good, but it had check engine light on. I had a guy tell me, he said, oh, you know what you can do there is pull the bulb, and that's not right. You can still put the computer in and it says it's got a problem. That's not right. I'm not going to do it that way. I ended up not selling the box van to him and wholesaling it and got rid of it. So there's some things that you can't fix. 
So you got to know that. So you're out searching, you're out studying, you're trying to find out what is good and buy the right car. After you found that location, you got to shop, 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 know what your trade's in, know where your money is, know what your interest rate's going to be, put it in your budget, understand exactly what's going on, and make that right purchase. This is a purchase you're going to live with for a year, two, three. I've got a buddy of mine from Houston. I've sold him a lot of cars. Got a son that needs a vehicle, a stepson. And so he said, I just need transportation. This is my budget. I need it to last three years. I said, your budget needs to be up a little bit, Bubba. We need a little bit up. I said, because, you know, you're you're on a one-year budget, and you need a three-year budget. So you need a little more money. So after you've got it all situation, you shop, shop, shop. If you Hey, if you feel uncomfortable, walk out. These boots are made for walking. Use them. Walk out of that dealership. Walk out of that deal. If you're dealing with an individual, look at the title. Uh, I talk about it in my book, how to look at a title, understand. And if the title's not in his name, could be stolen, could be a problem, could be he might be mousing you around. There's a lot of people that buy cars, and they will just lie out their teeth because they bought it off an individual, tell you they've owned it forever, and it's a great car, and it's never been in their name. They're scamming the the, the uh, process and not paying taxes. So you've got all that together. You make a better purchase. you have any other questions, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Uh, I love to help anybody. 95% of my business right now is helping others. But thank you. Uh, the Lord's, this deal's coming together. It's because of him, not because of me. I prayed about what to talk about today. I'll get back a little bit on on Luke. But also, uh, I've had so many people that buy campers with great intentions to use them. A camper's not worth nothing, and it will deteriorate if you let it sit. That's why we have Making Memories RV. Go to that website. I'll tell you about it in a minute. And uh, we have a show on, and we talk about making memories, camping, enjoying yourself with your family. And they're great memories, and you need the time. It's just like Charlie Brown uh, here at Alamo River RV uh, Resort here in town. Great, beautiful place on the river, 100 acres. Uh, Look that up. Alamo River RV Resort. Uh, Beautiful place. Right here in town, you can go spend a couple of days, get away, take your family, make a memory. John Easty of Evergreen RV, they have a consignment lot. They do consign my RVs there, but here's the key. You know, I know how those consignment lots work, and I know how to work them, and I know what's going on. That's the key there. But they sell some of my RVs that I buy. I buy a lot of trailers, uh, motorhomes, working on several of them right now. But people will rush out and make a quick decision with the right intentions and then have something that loses a lot of money. Uh, A lady right now has got a $75,000 motorhome, I mean a fifth wheel that she bought several years ago, and she's thinking it's going to bring sixty. We looked up the book on it, it's $26,000. I hate to tell her that $75,000 unit after three years got a book, wholesale book or are close to $26,000. See, she ran out there. She was going to use it. She never she used it once or twice. So, I mean, man, you can get the fanciest hotel in San Antonio for two fifty a night, can't you? Or go somewhere or go to, go to these RV. I think uh, Alamo River RV has cabins. She could have went over there and camped out in one of those cabins. There's cabins in all these RV places around. So try it out. Do some things. Rent some. You can rent RVs. You can rent cabins. You know, get out and make memories. Enjoy yourself with your family. And that's what that show's all about. Go to makingmemoriesrv.com. Because I'm so many people make a quick decision, and then they want to get rid of it, or they want to sell it, and they're losing a lot of money. How hard do you work for your money? Uncle Sam, you know, your old partner, Uncle Sam, he's going to get his piece of the action, I guarantee you. So you got to pay him, and then you lose the money on the vehicle? You know, we're back to Luke. Oh, man, I tell you, I love Luke. We're back to Luke 747, but he who has been... Forgiven, who has forgiven little, loves little. It gets back to, you know, not everybody knows how to live, but not everybody knows how to love. You know, do you love 
showing off? Do you love rewarding yourself? Are you content what you have? You know, cash is the best deal to handle when it comes to buying a vehicle. If you can pay for it cash, man, you got it beat. And that's what I'd love to see. Save that money. Talk to a lot of people the last month that have got a paid-off car and just got the itch. The itch. You know what the itch is. Got to have that unit. Man, I got to have me something different. Hey, my neighbor got him a new car, and I don't have me a new car. Man, I'm going to tell you, you you seen my neighbors, you'd be thinking I'd be going nuts because they all got new cars. But they, you know, that's their deal. It don't bother me a bit. I'm driving today an old one Tahoe, and I love it. Man, I like this car. Bought it from a gentleman. His wife can't drive anymore. I love driving it. And I just go down the road, and I'm thinking, it's paid for, and it's not going to cost me any money to put miles on it. That makes me content. I hate wasting money. Partly it's because I grew up so poor. Uh, didn't have nothing, learned how to buy and sell cars at the age of 14. Yeah, I've been in the business. I'm 68. I've been, I started when I was 14. And I love what I do, and I love giving back. I love being a mentor. But I want you to see exactly what's going on. And this business is changing so fast. You know, we look and see that technology has exploded, really exploded. And people don't realize Overhead has exploded. Cost has exploded. Well, look at these trucks. They're talking about $100,000 trucks. Amazing. Pure amazing. And we're going back to Luke 6:31. Do to others as you would have them do to you. How do you want to be treated? Do you treat others the same way? You know, salespeople must be in control of the customer to make the most money and make themselves happy. Oh, man, I laid him away. I got a 10-pounder. You remember what a 10-pounder is? It's when they make $10,000 on you. Humble, humble. You know, humble's not in the car business dictionary. I really don't believe so. Not having to be in control in charge of everything. You ever felt that way? Hey, here we go again, old Randy. I talk about having to be in control. Having to do it my way. Um, I was a good heathen, I'm telling you. But the Lord changed my life, and I love what he's done to me. I tell you, when I forgave my dad, and he forgave me, and we gave that forgiveness in 1987, my life changed that day. And I didn't know it. It completely changed. And people, the very next day, a bunch of people for the next week said, You've changed. What's different about you? Nothing's changed about me. They could see a change in me because of the forgiveness that I had given to my dad for not being the dad. He, for the forgiveness he received from me, and he saw the forgiveness and the love change him. Both of us changed that day. Took him a little longer to receive the Lord than me. Took me, you know, but... You don't understand what's going on in your life. But sometimes I think we need to sit down and examine what our purpose is, how productive we are, who we're helping, who are we serving. I tell you what, I enjoyed that six hours. I didn't have the time to spend with Billy Graham Crusades and Franklin Graham. But my wife told me, you need to do it, you need to go. And I, I, that was a blessing in my life. But I see now that I need to be involved with them because people need to see the change in me that have seen it the last 20-something years. And I want that same inner healing, reconciliation to God, finding what your purpose is in your life. You know, and how that ties into the car business is if there's any money left at the end of the month, Are you working daylight to dark to pay your bills? Are you working daylight to dark to pay for that automobile that's on an 84-month note that you're praying it is worth something at the end of that the month? See, that's the key. What are you buying that puts you in that position, puts your family in that position? There's any money. See, the millenniums don't want to buy what... uh, their parents did. They don't want these great big houses. That's why tiny houses have come along. 
on Making Memories RV. I mentioned, I said, you know when your tiny house is small is when your RV is bigger than your house. Well, they don't want that. A lot of millenniums are buying RVs, living out of RVs. You know, they, they're looking at a trailer, a camp trailer for ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. Taxes nowadays can be ten or 12000 on the house a year. So they're looking at making their life simple. They don't want these big fancy cars. They want something. And now they're talking about stretching out payments 120 months. They want to own the car. They don't want to rent the car. They don't want to lease the car. But they want the payments low, and they want them stretched out. Uh, Dave Ramsey says, don't ever lease a car. I was talking to a bunch of people lately that are in leases, got themselves in a mess. I'm talking to a family that their penalty on their vehicle is 22000 for mileage. And so they can buy the car, and they hate it for $18,000, and it's worth 12000 wholesale. Or they can buy it for eighteen thousand and not pay the twenty-two thousand. They're in a trap either way. You got to watch out. Uh, another lady I talked to about, it, she's in a rental, and she just rented it, and she hates it after one year, and she's got two more years to go. I said, you got to fight it out, ma'am. You know, in your situation, and you're going to have too many miles. What was your penalty on miles? She said, I don't know. What is your mileage allowance a year? She said, I don't know. She said, she found out, called me back, and told me it's 12000 a year. I said, what are you driving now? She said, about twenty. So you're going to be 24000 and she found out it's 30 cents a mile. She's going to owe a lot of money on 24,000 miles penalty. So you got to understand what you're purchasing. It's so easy, a little light payment on a lease deal. I just love it. Do you really love it? I mean, you might not love it at the end. It looks good now for the first year or two. But when that time comes, and I told you about the guy that my son knows that owed $20,000 on a pickup, and he went and bought another pickup because he told the salesman he wanted a two-year lease, and they signed him up on a four-year lease, and he went and bought another pickup. Now he had two pickups. Pickup that he bought, he was going to, he was making payments on, and the one he was trying to get out of, that was on lease, that he owed twenty thousand dollar penalty. He went back to that dealership. He was furious. He said, "I told you I wanted a two year lease. I told you what the mile penalty I wanted to be, and y'all didn't do what y'all said." But here's the key. Oh, yeah, Bubba, come on in here. We're going to sign you up on a two-year lease. But this contract says four years, but don't pay any attention to it. Just sign right here. Hey, you know, we got these other people, but we're putting you in front of us. I, we don't want to put you in a hurry, but these other people are waiting on you. Do you like people waiting? You you want to wait on other people? No, they don't want to wait. And so they, they get you in there, and they sign you up so quick. That's the key. He's wanting to sell the unit. We ended up buying the unit. He had to write, stroke the check for $20,000 to the lease company for the penalty because they had it reduced down so low, we were giving him 3000 more for his pickup than what the lease company was, residual was. See, there are, a lot of people don't know how much leases make. They make more money in the long run than the, than if the dealership did if they, they sold you the unit. So it's all a game, and it's we keep score with money. But it's your money, your hard-earned money, after-tax money. So that's why you need to study hard, learn, grow, understand, have the desire to learn. These know-it-alls, we love the know-it-alls. Come on in here, Bubba. Man, this ain't your first rodeo. I can't get over you. And you just keep praising them how smart they are and how great they're doing and how they know what they're doing. And then you just sign them up. And they make more money on know-it-alls than they do the people that don't. It's because your pride is so big. Is your pride your God? Is your opinion your God? Is your opinion of yourself your God that you're so smart? You know it all. You think you know it all? You, they laugh at those people. They they get in a sales office and they make fun of them. I got to know it out, out there, bud. We got him. He knows it all, and we're going to take care of this deal. This deal's going to work just fine. Oh, yeah, I got him pumped up. He thinks he's the world's best. And then they sign him off. Oh, man, you know what your car's worth. You think they're going to give you too much for your car? What do I do? 
You, you think they're really going to give you too much. You think they're Santa Claus. Do you believe in Santa Claus? You must do if you think they're going to give way too much for your vehicle. They're just as one more selling point. Let's close them on too much for their vehicle. Then we'll raise the price on this. We'll raise the price on the interest rate. We'll extend them the months. We'll get it all. We'll put some add-ons on. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll get the money. Ain't no problem. There's about 10, at least 10 to 12 different avenues of making money. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Don't forget, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Find out what your vehicle's worth. Get a second opinion. I'm glad Bob, the listener, and his mom that was buying the new Toyota, I'm glad they listened. I'm glad they found out what her vehicle's worth because she might have traded it off at eleven grand and let the dealer retail it for twenty, twenty-one thousand. And then that's not counting the money they were making on the one they were trying to sell her, which at the time is not the one that she really wanted. They'd switched her. Why they switch you to make more money? They want to put you in something that's old age and they can make more money on. I want to tell you what your vehicle's worth. That way you can sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, do something. Oh, and I, I forgot last week I got to put in title loans or 330% interest. Nobody can overcome that. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, don't do a title loan. It's the worst investment in the world. Besides the automobile, because they eat money and they lose money. This is Randy Adams. God bless you. I hope you're having a great day. If you have any questions, call me on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Remember, tell your friends and neighbors, if they're wanting to sell something, give me a call. I bought a vehicle from a guy. His neighbor was listening to my show, and they sent him over, and I bought the vehicle, and he was super happy. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Let the Lord just lead you and guide you and be a blessing in your life. I hope that you find that mentor. I hope you find that right person. God bless you, San Antonio. Next to you and defend her still today. But there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.